This episode of the Aqua Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new idea or established business, the key to success online starts with a great donor name. Because we love you, Aqua Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority and start ruling the internet. Again, that's trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority. Say 30%. Now let's start the show. All right. Ready. Welcome to the Aka Minority Podcast, episode 56. I am one of your hosts, Gigi Shuttlesworth, aka Childish Gambino. And with me, as always, we have the incredible, forever talented Lady Godiva. And joining us this week is our incredible unicorn, Dre, our social media director. Hello. Look, nobody, nobody likes want to give an intro today. Like, what? Are we, we already beefing. I mean, I know I got my blue polo on. I try to get a Best Buy one, but they was like, you gotta work at Best Buy to get the Best Buy polo. But I already got my blue polo on and all. But we already beefing. I mean, listen, if you want to, if you want to be honest, I mean, I have to be decent. Like, that's yeah, Exactly. Exactly. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cool this out because Lady Godiva is currently watching season one of Insecure as you guys should because we will be having a grand viewing party on Sunday. You'll be able to watch Insecure from both angles. You'll be able to get it from Team Lawrence, which is I Jesus Shuttlesworth, and you also will be able to get Team Issa, which is Dre, our social media director. So be sure to follow us on Twitter. It's going to be the Awkward Minority on Twitter, or the Minority Awkward on Twitter for Team Issa Ray, and for Team Lawrence. Team Lawrence is going to be at J Bars is on Mars. You can you can get you can get all this information on Instagram at at the Awkward Minority. But anyway. Yo, shout out to Charles Gambino. You know Charles Gambino is now double platinum for Redbone. That's a really good song. That's a, congratulations. I, what happened? I was saying congratulations to him. I thought you said which one that is. I was like, don't make me start singing. Man, I am so proud of that song because remember when it first came out, I was like, yo, this song is incredible. And then like months went by and then people started to slowly pick up on it. And then it started to get that momentum, and then it just shot out the park. And now it's double pat. Like it went platinum one month, and then the next month it went double platinum, which is crazy. I mean, it's oddly enough, when I first heard the song, it was in, I want to say Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is the most oddest place to hear it. <laughs> It was in that, but that was, it was at the beginning, it was at the same vote, and I literally wrote it down, and like, it's talking to me, because I was like, what is this? And I shazammed it, and then, you know, shout out to Shazam, yeah. always talking about that. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, the song is definitely awesome. Well, he did sing the song, I wake up feeling like you won't play right, and sure enough, in that movie, they weren't playing right. He told you stay woke, cause niggas scheming. They gonna find you. They gonna catch you dreaming. They gonna fuck your ass up for real. Yeah, all the way. <laughs> all the way. You better snap out of it. She knows. She knows. She wants you to close your eyes. Mm-hmm. 
No peanut butter chocolate cake. I done told y'all on Twitter. If your girl, if your boyfriend has never played Redbone for you, you officially the side woman because he does not even care to share it with you. You're not his peanut butter chocolate cake with Kool-Aid. So you should find your boyfriend with suitable music and just move on. I don't know. Just best way to put it. I'm just saying, like, how could you not? Like, that you gotta hit your girlfriend with that line at least one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the fact that you really hit that note, though, like, you just, you just gave us that whole, you know, first line in key. Right? I, like, I mean, hey, that's my favorite song. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to hit it again. I mean, you say it's a passion. I do. That's my favorite song. Now I'm telling you. My peanut butter chocolate cake with Kool-Aid. <laughs> That's my song. That's Stay woke. Cause niggas creeping. They gonna find you. Gonna catch you sleeping. Yo, y'all don't understand. I love the Listen. I love that song. I try not to get myself started. Cause I was singing that song all damn podcast episode. Yo. We're gonna move off that. We're gonna move off that. Because another thing I cannot get out of my head is Scissor's album. I know that came out a long while a while ago, but I know that we all just love that album to death. Can I be honest? Can I be honest? Go for it. I love that album so much that I haven't even listened to Jay Z's album. Bro dude. Oh. Dude. Hello? That is the that so we so we in consensus here. Like Jay Z's album was it was amazing. It was amazing. He was dropping a little knowledge there or whatever. It was cool. But that Scissor Scissor's album is album of the year. Hands down. Album of the year. Hands down. Hands down. Cause that old school. We got it. What fifty cent said? Fifty cent fifty cent was like fifty cent was like, um, Jay Z made some mu- make that golf course music. He had to go sit he was like, I need to go sit down and read he's like I go read the lyrics cause this nigga too deep. Yeah, and I'm tired of him talking about his brother Lisa. Like, listen, I get it. You got the costume in your house. That's beautiful. Like, I don't. But the funny, okay, no slander. Okay, we gonna go because we already team Kanye West anyway. So the sl- the thing about that is you're talking about being a black millionaire, a black billionaire, and building up, um, building up the clout within the black community. But you mentioned having a Picasso. When you could have said you had a Basquiat. You could have had a J. You could have had a J. Dot Squire in your house. Yo, shout out to J. Yo, Jay Z. Like Jay Z, listened to the podcast. I'm fully convinced because Jay Z sent us a copy of um four 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 before it even came out. Nice, nice. Look at Lady Gaga trying to play it out. Lady Gaga, I sent it to you. <laughs> Nobody sent it to me. It's cool. I'm sorry. Yo, I can't. Yo, okay. First of all, I don't forgot your email. We gotta get your official the Aka Minority email. But secondly, then do NDAs. I figured they want me to send it to Lady Godiva because most people when they send me things, they send it to me, and then like I'm in control of sending it to Lady Godiva or whatever. So I don't play about the NDAs. Like, is I send it to who you want me to send it to? I, I can't see. So, I couldn't hook you up with that. I, I'm sorry. I, the, sh- the podcast to get shut down. Like, up. Oh, no, nope. you know what? Let's go. I wouldn't even have time. 
But Scissor, but Scissor, man. Do you do you have a do you have a favorite song on Scissor's album? Mm, I like Scissor 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 not I don't condone weekend, okay? Going back to the side nigga shit. I don't condone weekend, but it's like it's so soulful. You know, like you know, she was like you say you got a girl, why you want me when you got a girl? Like she was she was so poetically beautiful in this song that you not even paying attention to her tomorrow. She just wanna she wanna do she wanna um she want to do for the weekend. She said you can have him Monday through Friday, just send him my way. I keep him satisfied on the weekend. She was so soulful with it that you didn't even pay attention to the lyrics. You're like, damn, she can sing. This shit is good. Till you listen to the lyrics, like you're like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> mm -mm. I like anything. I like supermodel. Yo. I like. I mean, it's just she has the type of voice that she can literally sing anything. It pulls you, you in. Like, you know what? She right. She right. You know, it's like Migos. <laughs> she can sing Migos music. <laughs> Bruh. Can you see her singing Bad and Bougie? <laughs> like, it's just, she has that voice. Yeah, she does have that voice where it draws you. When you feel captivated by everything she says, it's like, because my, my favorite, well, I wouldn't say Broken Clocks is my, Broken Clocks is my favorite, but Garden is starting to grow on me. Just the way she's saying, um, the way, the way she starts talking about some lie to me like I got a booty. You know, I ain't got no booty. You know, I'm envious of the girls with the booty. It's like the way she say it. It's like, that shit. Yo. Um, she talk about the tacos. Yo, she can't talk about tacos now. She make, ta she make a song about tacos. You might have to have on the podcast. Because tacos is my favorite. She did say something about tacos. Somebody ain't going to get the tacos. Oh, she do watch Narcos. She watch Narcos. She watch Narcos. She like I was telling Lady Godiva, I was saying Lady Godiva and SZA has that same energy. Like it just they captivate any, they take over any room they're in. Like their aura just seems like it's there. Just, just because, like because they're so zen, you know, yeah. they're in tune with you know the earth. Because <laughs> they, because they, because by the way, the sage. <laughs> yo, the aura, yo. SZA and Erica Badu would be perfect in like a movie together, like they just follow each other because they both into like signs and levels and all this other stuff. Right. Yeah, but if they did a CD together, I would not be able to understand what they were talking about. Yo, they'll like, be going. I feel like Erica would go full marching Andre 2000 on us, and we wouldn't be ready. You know, she done named all her kids like Seven and Puma. Like, Bruh. I was watching the Everyday Struggle episode with um with 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 SZA on it, and when Joe Joe Button was talking to SZA, and then they started talking about like the signs and being symmetrical to this, and I I was so, mind you I'm a very intelligent man, Rose Scholar, but I'm like what the freak nasty is they talking about? Like I was so lost in the conversation, but they were so engaged that like everybody else in the conversation was just looking like oh okay yeah. It's like when you're the dumb person in when you're the dumb person to come say so you, all you contribute is yeah, I got you, I feel you. you. Quiet. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm still listening. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this stand for? Do we know? Mm. <laughs> Probably something super deep. I wasn't ready for the pop quiz. Right? Like I'm like I'm, I don't know. I could have had my Google ready. <laughs> 
Yo, but why? Speaking of speaking of speaking of SZA, Lady Godiva currently has her new single "Cold Front" on all streaming services and anywhere that music is sold. So go get that right now. Big it up, big it up, Lady Godiva. Let us know about Cold Front. Oh my goodness, when I Y'all go out there and y'all support the girl because she won't hype it up, so I'll hype it up. Basically, this is some of the greatest poetry that you have ever heard. Like, you hear her talking about fiery destruction of the world if we do not get it together, spiritual enlightenment. And you're listening to this and you're like, man, it gives you chills. Like, when you hear this cold front, because we scripted of beats, everything, shout to, shout to the producer that sent us the beat, Jess Blaze. You know, but we didn't, we didn't use the beat. We didn't use the beat because I wanted to strip it down to its purest nature so that you heard Lady Godiva in her environment. This thing makes the hair on your arm stand up. It's just that captivating. Like when she says the image of hell is purely fire, disintegrating the sins in which we have committed. Oh man, like you think Tupac was a poet? Tupac studied from the school of Lady Godiva. That's how great this song. That's how great this is. Like you're going to you're going to listen to this and it's not you're not going to catch everything in the first listen, but when you go back and listen to it, more you're going to you this is going to be the greatest thing you have ever heard. Like if you don't love poetry, I suggest you start with this because this is poetry in its purest form and Lady Godiva is here to give it to you. It's available on all streaming services. That's title. That's Apple. Shout out to Apple. We love y'all Apple. That's you know yes. iTunes, Apple Music, um, Spotify. It's on Amazon. It's on every mom and pop store on the internet. You cannot go anywhere on any service without typing in Lady Godiva Cold Front and having it come up. We have another song coming out right now. Matter of fact for all the awkward misfits right now, if you type in, I want you to, I want you to use the hashtag words by Lady G. I want you to say, say whatever you want about about Lady Lady Godiva. Just in that tweet with words by Lady G. Hashtag words by Lady G. And we're gonna hook you up with a copy of the song. Boom. So let's do this. Let's get this trend. Let's get this trending. Because it's just that great. The world, the world needs to hear this. Like the world needs to hear this. So y'all make sure y'all do that right now. Don't pause the podcast because you can multitask. We know you can do it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's, a, it's exciting. It's so overwhelming to even think that that, that happened. I'm just, I, I'm grateful. I'm really grateful. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, don't don't how you gonna thank me? I didn't do nothing. You did the word. You did all the wording. You did you put together the poem. I just came along and I, I helped you a little bit. I'm like I'm like Jimmy Iveen or Dr. Dre. <laughs> Jay, I'm so happy that you're 
Yeah, I hope a lot of you misfits got to um, check out the HBO documentary Defiant, the Defiant ones. Lady Godiva just recently checked it out. So, what, what did you what did you get from from watching it? Well, you know, um, when we watched Straight Outta Compton, and and you heard stories along along the media, you know, and stuff like that. You only get like the forefront of it. But when, when watching this documentary, it's like the backstage work that that came to light. You know what I mean? And um, I just appreciated how much they've invested in the music industry because it wasn't only for Dr. Dre and, you know, NWA and Death Row and, and stuff like that. It was it was for a lot of different artists, you know, Eminem, 50 Cent, Gwen Stefani, Lady Gaga, um, just so much Tupac. Like, it, 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 was, it was really nice to see, like, step by step what took place, you know, um, they even took us into their personal life with um, their marriage and like Jimmy Iveen. Oh my God! All that work that men lived in the bathroom for a year. Who <laughs> <laughs> was trying to sign Nine Inch? Yeah, because they tell a story about when Jimmy Iveen was trying to sign Nine Inch Nails, but Nine Inch Nails was already signed to another label. Now the dude, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disrespect him because I don't know it that much. I don't. I'm I, again. I was young, so I don't know. Probably like five. So apparently, the dude was notorious hard ass. So Jimmy had to work him down to get them out of the contract because they didn't want to be in the contract. They hated it or whatever. So he was able to secure Nine Inch Nails from being on that label and brought him to in brought him to Interscope and like. He gave Nine Inch Nails the own label with their label. Nine Inch Nails was able to um, find Marilyn Manson. So it's like Jimmy Iovine really believed in artists. Because Jimmy Iovine, after the Jam Master J thing, because you know Jam Master J got killed. Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre and um, Eminem, they brought, on, they brought on 50 Cent. So... And 50 Cent was hot in the streets. And I don't mean hot as far as like a lyrical rapper. I meant hot as in the feds is watching. The cops are on you constantly. You have enormous amounts of beef in the street. He made one of his first songs is I, I'll rob you. <laughs> I kill you. I ain't playing. You heard what I'm saying. I ain't playing. Oh, the fuck. I kill you. I mean, they was playing that in, on the radio here. He was talking like 50 Cent was a ruthless motherfucker. I think one of the lyrics in the song was. I dig up, I dig up Biggie and rob you too, motherfucker. Like I've never been like, God damn. So it's like, <laughs> I dig up, I dig you, I dig Biggie and two pop up and rob them too, motherfucker. Like he, he was like, I called Back Street on the Back Street with the black Jeep. Like Fifty Cent was just did. To this day, he doesn't care. But Jimmy Iovine understood. Like I'm gonna invest in the music. I I take whatever back like he never strayed away from controversy like we was talking about the Tupac stuff when Tupac was going at Biggie Jimmy and Doug Morris which is a nice which is a nice little older you know white dude or whatever he was saying basically like man we was in the trenches with them we didn't stop he said we didn't stop them we didn't fuel the fire but we didn't stop them from being them that's one thing Interscope never did is they didn't stop you from being you you want to fully be on some rah rah stuff. Remember, remember Suge Knight? They had Suge, which is funny because Suge Knight was hanging out with Jimmy Iovine 
at his house while the Kennedys was there. Like they're playing football with the Kennedys. Suge Knight. <laughs> crazy about it as you if you, i don't know a lot of people i don't know if not or not whether or not a lot of people notice this but in music when it comes to people talking about people being disloyal you have never heard anybody artist related speak out about dr dre like i know status quo the dude from atlanta he made grits he made you know thick girls you know girls raised in the south or whatever you never hear artists bash dr dre because they know dr dre goes to war for you like he was talking about him helping easy he helped easy and Easy turned around and was stealing money from everybody, and that's your man's. So, right. and even then, Dr. Dre didn't close his heart. Like he's not a very open person, but if you're with him, you're with him. Like it's my, it's like my mom's philosophy. You leave the party with who you came with. Yeah. But you want? We can teach you how to rap. Me and Dre, we can teach you how to rap. If you want how to rap? Uh-huh. We'll up this level. We'll up this level. They don't want to see Lady Godiva the poet. Yo, I really been thinking about this for a while now because Tupac is a poet, but Tupac could actually get on the beat too. I was like, if we can get Lady Godiva on a beat, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. I see no changes. All I see is racist faces. Misplaced hate makes the face the racist. I wonder what it take, man. I'm t- let us get you on it. You remember spare me. My whole accent. I had an accent. Yo, go listen to Spare. Yo, oh, yo, Spare Me features. I was listening to Spare Me the other day, and I forgot that I'm singing at the end. So when the singing come, I'm like, whoa, what the hell? I was like, what the hell is this name? Yo, y'all go listen to Spare Me. It's on. Yo, we might need to put that. Oh, no, we can't clear that sample. Y'all go listen to Spare Me. It's on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com backslash words by Lady G. Go check out Spare Me. You get to hear me on a track. You get to hear Lady Godiva spit that raw crack cocaine. <laughs> oh, I, you know something I want to say, too, about the documentary. Um, you, I like how Jimmy Iovine is such a genius. Like, after they did um, Beats by Dre, he joined Apple. Like, he was like, that money is not going anywhere. It's going in our pockets. <laughs> And he, he became an employee, right? Um, for Apple. He's like the he's not a that's Jimmy. She said that shit. I ain't say that. Jimmy Iveen runs the um 
the beats department. Like he, Jimmy Iovine understood that in order to advance the product that you have to bring on more capital for the research and the market development. See, they talked about it in the documentary, which was amazing that a lot of people didn't really catch. It's like when you have a small company, normally your company can grow like Beats by Dre could have grown to be like, but they say seven billion. This Beats by Dre could have grown to be seven billion, but at what cost? Because if it's only you and Jimmy Iovine and your little team, you need more research. You need more capital on hand because you're not going to go into your pockets to spend fifty million dollars on marketing to advance the company because they were just doing Beats music. This was before Apple Music. Apple Music wasn't even a thing. So. Jimmy Iovine was smart enough to go, hey, Apple, you're respected in this in this technology game. You have the iPhone. I don't use an iPhone, but you know, you have, you know, you, you're respected in this game. Would you guys like to buy our company? So Apple comes in. Yeah, Apple comes in and not only do they buy the company, but you're smart Apple's smart enough that they know that in order for this company to actually run, you're going to need to keep the name beats by Dre. And you're going to need to keep Dre and Jimmy because they're the masterminds behind this. So Jimmy and Dre actually got Apple to buy the company. And then Apple is still paying them because Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine still run the company. So they're not Apple employees. They are. They basically still run their company, but being paid by Apple to do it. I mean, it's smart. It, it actually, I don't know if anybody's ever like, looked up like, Facebook. Of all of the like all the features, you know how every, a lot of people say I they hate all the extra features that Facebook has. Mm -hmm. But they acquire these small companies, and as they acquire the companies, they hire on these people. And so, really, you know, you'll read online. I, at one point, it was like twenty-three companies they've acquired. You know, outside of the big ones that we know, like wow. it's so deep. That's why they're still able to function because they are a powerhouse. They're able to say, "Hey, you should." you know, allow us to enhance our product and then you can work for us. <laughs> Why not? Why wouldn't you want to work for us? Because you, you, know? you got that, because again, you got that cap. That's one thing I love, Apple, if y'all listening. Apple, if you're listening, I would love to work at Apple Marketing Department because you have so, especially when it comes to podcasts, you got so much resource. Because let's say, let's say I got, let's say I got $50 million. If I spend $50 million on marketing and that $50 million doesn't come back, I don't have another $50 million. Apple can piss away $50 million experimenting with so experimenting with, it, with what will work in the marketing in this zone. Like you get a lot of cause you get a lot of working in marketing. You get a lot of, well, I'm gonna put, you know, a couple thousand here, a couple thousand there. Let's see what it do. Apple's able to put millions into something to see what it does so again to work for somebody like that is all the rage because if you look at snapchat i mean we, we talked about snapchat how mark um zuckerberg wanted to buy snapchat he offered them three billion and they said no so instead mark zuckerberg went out and bought a smaller version of snapchat brought that to instagram no my bad my bad my bad I done, I done, I done, I done downplayed your genius. Mark Zuckerberg went out and bought Instagram, then turned Instagram from Instagram to Snapchat. No, my bad. Turned Instagram to Vine, and then turned it to Snapchat. So he puts you out of the game strategically. 
when you could have gave him that three bill, if you offer me three bill for a company, I'm not attacked. It dep- I'm I, not ne- working anymore. I never, I never made it. I never made an app in my life. But unless it's an app dedicated to something I'm truly passionate about. Like if it's like if it got my name on it or something. Like if you try to buy my clothing brand, I'm not selling you Sanquan because of what it what it holds to me personally. Because when you sell a when you sell a company, they no longer like most people don't even know that Rockefeller not even owned by Jay Z no more. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you see some rack Rockaway, you're like, oh Jay Z them Jay Z them still making that rack shit. But something like Snapchat, dude, that you don't sell that shit. Get your three bill. Get your three billion dollars, and if you want to still enhance the product, you can work. You can still work for it. You can still work and own it. So it's like Snapchat. I don't know what Snapchat is doing right now, but I can tell you now that Snapchat is slowly dying. So that three. So you're not going to touch that three billion you could have had. Yo, we we can honestly do a whole podcast episode about bit about the art of business because it's always fascinating to me because. You will get companies that'll do everything at any cost. Like, you know, like it's a monopoly. You know, like um, the government has this thing where you can't have a monopoly. So, like, what, what Nike would do. Oh, that's another thing. Hey, Nike. How's that? How's that? Um, no, I'm not going to go there. Shout out to Adidas. Because remember, I never, I, I want to go there so bad. No, but anyway, so Nike, so Nike, what Nike would do is, since they can't buy Adidas, because Adidas would never sell to them, but they can't buy them. So Nike would go buy the third brand, the fourth brand, the fifth brand, like Hurley's. They got Hurley's. They bought Converse. I forgot who bought, I forgot who bought Reebok, but somebody bought Reebok. But, so they'll go buy the other companies so that they can still be positioned in first. Because all of Nike's income doesn't actually come from Nike. It comes from all, it comes from Silverstone. It comes from all these other companies that they have. So, business is more smarter than it, than it looks to the consumer. Because I think Foot Locker, because Foot Locker, Finish Line, Foot Locker, Finish Line, Champs, all of them are owned by the same company. I don't know. I'm trying not to. I'm. I don't know. I'm trying not to get in my bag because we'll get really, get we'll get really, we'll get really business talk on here, and I can just feel people going to sleep. <laughs> but I do want to say that I told y'all. I do want to tell y'all. I told y'all Jordans can only make so many of the same colorway before people are not buying them because every week, every week the Jordan that just came out last week are now on sale. I told y'all. I told y'all Adidas taking over. Adidas, Adidas cut us that check. This, this, but anyway, okay. This is the part of the podcast where Lady, where Lady Godiva is going to um, step away from me and Drake and yell at each other. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna te- text you, Lady Godiva, when you when when it's safe to come back. Okay. All right. Whew. I had to figure out a way to transition into that, so I was just talking. All right. So as y'all know. Insecure comes back Sunday. We will we 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 will be having a Twitter viewing party on both the Twitters. That is Minority Awkward and J Vars is on Mars. If you need um, uh, how to spell it, you can check out our Instagram, which is the Awkward Minority. So anyway, what you, what's your girl doing this season? What's she doing this season? 
Listen, listen, first of all, I'm just going to let you know now, you may have feel, you might feel like you've had a little bit of victory at the end of that last episode. Oh, the victory. Of last season, but what I'm letting you know is that teller, she will get pregnant and he'll have a break, baby. Mm-hmm. I said it. Well. I said it. Lawrence was going to have a break, baby, and he's going to be begging Issa to look for And it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Fuck that. No, it's no way. He be- Listen, he gave Issa a chance to come back. He tried to be nice to Issa. Issa wasted all that shit on the couch. Lawrence was trying to be a nice boyfriend. He was a loving boyfriend. He didn't cheat on her. He was going through, he was going through whatever he was going through, but as Issa should have stood, Issa should have checked him on that. That's Issa's problem. You get what you allow. Oh, Tommy wasn't. Lawrence hadn't had a haircut in four years. And she should have said something. And how does it, how does it take you four years to get a job at Best Buy? Four years? Like, he was just starting? Like, what if he's, I was just wondering, what if he's living off of, like, what type of unemployment? <laughs> Yo, he got the greatest unemployment what? check ever, because I thought unemployment, you only get that for, like, three months. Listen, it's that, and it, 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 I feel like it's, like, $100 a week. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's, it's enough for you to even go to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to the bank constantly, like, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter, because he went out here cheating on her, because that bank teller, if he been going to the bank for four years, that bank teller been throwing that punani at, that bank teller been throwing that Badu at him for four years, and he been turning it down. As, first of all, as a former bank teller, the average span of a bank, uh, bank teller is six months. She's been there for like about three, four, five months. Remember, listen, he just couldn't see her. And it's not because he didn't want to cheat. It was because he didn't like her. So that, that, I'm not going to give you credit because you didn't like the chick. She was ghetto. You know, nah. that if you notice, you know how he and Issa randomly sometimes they would like do these voices, you know, do like the little ghetto voice. They make fun of that. And that's exactly what the color is. And so, yeah, you know, he had a moment of weakness. That wasn't necessarily who he wanted to be with. Mm-hmm. You know, he was never really in a position to be around anybody else because he was always at home, sitting on that couch. Now, I personally, I do think she should have broken up with him prior to, you know, like, I remember that entire season. I thought it was myself. Like, I'm like, girl, this is set up. Don't drive him home. <laughs> like, she <laughs> knew it. That that one makes me mad and have no compassion for Issa. It's Issa, no Issa. You a grown ass woman. You know it's set up when you smell it. This nigga, dude. She, she doesn't know what's set up. She that, can't be that thing. green. But, but she's green, you know. That's why we like her. She's raw. She's real. She's funny. She's awkward. She is literally awkward. And. And then just kind of trying to, you know, she doesn't like where she is either. Neither one of them belong together at that point. But, like, I didn't condone, like, I didn't like the fact that she cheated. But I didn't like Lawrence's moment of weakness when he called her and was like, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and then she come all the way home from Santa Domingo and... Lawrence is nowhere to be found. I'm just glad he wasn't in the apartment. I really thought he was in the apartment. 
That would have been lit. That ain't no. That would have not been lit. That would have been awful. That would have like I don't think I can watch a show anymore. I don't think I can stomach the fact. The savage level of just of just donkey fucking her right there for Issa to see. This is how you know Issa Green. Issa invited the dude to her job. Like you know you like him. And you're going to invite him to your job and you know he's in a relationship. Exactly. Uh, but, but, she, but she's different from Lawrence. Lawrence is doing everything out of resentment. She was living, she was doing what she literally always wanted to do. And no, she didn't want to, she didn't want to marry Lawrence. She wasn't up forthcoming with that. She should have said that. She should have let him know that, hey, I don't think this is working out. And it's bigger than the fact that you don't have a job and I don't like my job. It's, it's bigger than that. I think we've outgrown each other. But I don't, I really feel like Lawrence is falling into this, you know, this ditch. And he's not going to dig himself out because both of them are going to be hurting this season. I, I definitely foresee the hurt in both of them. They, they both want to try out what they call the blow up, where, you know, you try to outdo yourself, you start looking better, start <laughs> doing your hair different, trying to make more money to, you know, Selling your ex, but I think it's going to blow up in their faces because they, they both miss each other because they're friends. And, you know, some people don't belong in a relationship together. They should just be friends. And we'll see. I'm, I'm excited, though. I'm still taking you to that. Um, I think Lawrence is just in for it. No, Issa is in for it because she's going to be chasing Lawrence the whole season and Lawrence going to be like, nah, I'm good, girl. Even if he don't get with the bank teller girl, that was his cleansings of his soul. So now he is physically free of this woman that broke his heart. He was a good man. He was sitting at home because if you... It's, personally, I don't, I don't know why I take you this long to make an app, but... Sometimes sometimes you just don't feel motivated and you need your partner to motivate you and she's too busy having her identity crisis that she's too busy getting walked over at work that she can't even notice that hey maybe I do got to give him some up you know give him some um give him a pep talk every now and then there's your there's your man lift this man up but nah you trying to go creep with old boy who still nigga if you if you still trying to be a producer and you like 38,000 years old, man, you whack, dude. Get the fuck out of here. You in the hole in the wall club talking, yeah, my boy performing. Your boy need to your, your boy needs some better goddamn representation if you're in the hole in the wall club. And then and then to make it worse, Issa get on stage and sing about a broken pussy and everybody vibing to that. They ain't even listen to your boy. So you let you let Issa awkward ass outshine your boy. So obviously your boy ain't that good. Well, I mean, Personally, I just think, so what I like about Lisa is that she's awkward, and that, but she does what she wants. So, good and bad. <laughs> and, you know, if she wants more, she's going to do what she wants, because at the end of the day, that's who she is. Who is Lawrence, other than this bumping along who sits on the couch, who wants empowerment, you know, his friends are empowering. If, can we can we get can we shout out Lawrence's friends real quick? Lawrence's friends have a lot of insight, more insight than I think a lot of men's friends do. Because <laughs> <laughs> they they get him together because they know their boy. They'll tell him. They're like, I mean, it, it's not just on her; it's on you. Like, and it's real. Like, 
you over here sitting here and you a little bit of stuff that little that that teller told you was all you needed. But you could have found that found that online. You could have found that, you know, anywhere. Had you left the house, you could have gotten <laughs> you know, had you took had you taken Issa out for her birthday, maybe she would have gave you given you some words of encouragement. He, that was oh. fucked up. Like you gotta. I mean, ugh. like to, not to be good ladies. Just, just, just don't get to don't don't be in my mentions about this. I he he was fucking up on that shit. But like, yeah, he should have. He yeah, you fucked up. Like how you gonna fit get your girlfriend, bro? Of all people, if you sit in the house every day and you do nothing all day, how the hell you forget somebody's birthday? You in the house? You should you should have the most vast knowledge of that person you live with since just on the person you see every day. Yeah, I just, it, that was, it was fail. I'm a birthday person. Like, that's, that's me. Like, I'm all about it. So, when she came home and she said, all right, you know, where, where we going? And he's just like, I mean, I mean, we not going to watch Netflix? Like, for real? Have you not been here all day? Does the seat not already have your butt imprints in it? Because I think <laughs> that, you know, like, I think it's time for you to take a shower. You probably haven't taken a shower today. You sure enough ain't combed your hair. Like, I just, I need you to figure your life out. But, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm very excited for this 30 minutes. It needs to be an hour. It needs to be like two hours. They just need to, like, cover all our bases and just let us know. Um, but what are your predictions? Like, what are, what are we predicting? I've already told you what I think. This don't happen. I done told you. Lawrence is going to glow up on these. He gonna get, he gonna get his app together. He gonna get his app together, and everybody gonna be like, "Oh my God, Lawrence, you're so amazing." <sighs> he he uh, he better take her back. He better not take her back. But he seems like the type of person that just take that just take women back. They be cheating on him and all that other stuff. Cause he's gonna feel sorry. He'll be like, "You know what? I did wrong, or I you did wrong, or whatever." Because they both fucked up. But she committed the ultimate sin. But I think he's gonna get. I think he's going to get his app off the ground, and he's gonna be popping. And Issa's gonna be like, "Damn, damn, girl, damn." I, you know what's annoying for me? I feel like with men though. I feel like there is no mess up. You women can't mess up. You gotta be good. You gotta be perfect. You gotta cook. You gotta clean. If you work, you gotta work well. You know, you gotta uh, know how to save your money, but you gotta also dress nice. Like, there is no room for messing up. And, I, and I'm saying that even in all retrospect, not even just in television, but like, even in regular life, I feel like men cannot take any wrongdoing. Like, if you mess up, oh, okay. I've literally heard men say, well, women are, are made for heartbreak. <laughs> like, no, no, they're not. No, no, fuck not that. Me. Okay, we're not, we not throwing it on all us men. Me, personally, if a woman cheats on me, and then it's, it's over if a woman cheats on me because... I would never disrespect her. I would never disrespect her like that. I would never let it get to that point where you feel like you need to step outside the relationship because I feel like we should have a communication line that's open enough for you to tell me what I'm doing wrong, just like I would tell you what you was doing wrong. So that's the way I take it. It's like, where did you go wrong from, you know what, you fucking up. You just sitting around the house all day. That conversation should have been as freely to be openly said in their relationship. So because it wasn't said and you went from, you know what, 
you're not handling your business so I'm gonna go find somebody to handle the business you didn't do that and break up with him or let him know some shit like that like if you don't get your shit together I'm gonna go find somebody to get they they can they can take care of me you decided just if to let your find somebody that wanted her that was my issue like he told you at the beginning like oh I'm not looking for a relationship ma'am listen you don't leave him alone exactly you double you that's, double that's fucked that's up it's like you double fucked up. You you fuck you cheating on the dude with another dude that's telling you, hey, I'm a dog. Basically, I'm a dog, Roof. So it's like you double fuck. It's like you ain't fucking. You ain't fuck. You you ain't fucking up to find your Romeo. You fucking up to find your Jerome. Cause that's what you did. You found you a Jerome. But that's how that. But you know what? Though that's the story in itself. Like that's the silver lining right there. You know, your grass was so green, but technically you didn't leave, and that's not how it's going to work anyway. You never going to find, if you see me with a significant other, with some random, that person's never going to be around you. It's not going to happen. That's just not the way it goes, you know. And it's funny, that's exactly what happened. Like, he just doesn't, like, even, you know, towards the end, he was moping, but he was hoping because she stopped talking to you. You know, they got to win. Like, he, he's a way, you know, he did the deal and then she, she rolled out. Like, no. He, he wants to know, like, why she not answering my phone calls? Why, why are we not, you know, in kind of communication? Because you're supposed to be on my doorstep all the time, trying to hang out. And you're not. And that was my main issue with Daniel. Him showing up to the event was only because his feelings about her to be it had nothing to do with him genuinely like at all. Exactly, a conquest. You, 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 you risk your relate. What, what Jay Z say? You risk that. You know, he risked he risked his life with Blue for a threesome. It's like you really threw away your whole fucking life existence for some temporary thirty minutes. Jay Z had a threesome. Is that what Jay Z said? Yeah, we go. We gonna bring Lady Godiva back. But yeah, Jay Z had a threesome. You didn't know that? Oh yeah, you said you didn't listen to the album. He said no, he no, said no, I'm no. watching. Jay- Yo, Jay Z, if we're gonna be openly honest, I think Jay Z has cheated on Beyonce more than once. Because Beyonce done Beyonce done made a whole bunch of songs where she just ringing alarms and all kind of shit. Like Beyonce been hurting, baby, baby. Reach out to me. I thought it was for. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, sometimes mm, when I heard four, 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 I don't text Beyonce a lot. As, as y'all know, I, I know Beyonce a little bit. I was tempted to text her, but I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. I don't text her a lot. I'm like a I talked to her like I, I talked to her two times a year. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna fuck that up by texting her some shit like that. Like, yo, I could fuck that nigga up for you. Yeah, because I mean, she was had plans. Like, it was, it was a reason. I just gave it up. Like, she was. Is, is over it. But my thing is, why open up that door? Like, like if y'all get over it, like, I, like that's what makes me feel like, makes me question the dynamic of their relationship because. Oh shit. Personally, I don't want to know. We talking about we're talking Lady Godiva, Lady Godiva. We're talking about Jay Z and Beyonce, by the way. Oh no, you're fine. Oh no, I was just letting you know what was going on before you can, before you can chime in if you wanted to. Oh, okay. Like, I'm just like, 
how is it, you know, we get over this hurdle. I find out about all the hurt. She gets pregnant, has friends, and then you want to release cold tracks. Hey, nigga. One day my kids are going to hear this. Bruh. Like, I, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think, uh, it just doesn't sound right. It just doesn't, at normal, I feel like a normal relationship would not last. And, that type of, with everybody in your business. Bruh. It never works. You just, you just out here like, yo, yeah. Lemonade is true. I fuck, I had a threesome. <laughs> like, what? No. Not okay. Oh, shit. It's already, it's already awkward to think about Jay-Z having sex, and then when you throw in the mix that he had sex with two women at one time, like, my nigga, what the fuck? Like, what? Ugh. Ugh. You know, um, I'm only three episodes into Insecure, but I, I just wanted to say, um, from what I see, I, I love everything about Issa's character. <laughs> when she said, she puts up in the mirror, she's like, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> oh my god, okay. I'm so sorry. You want some of this chicken pot pussy? Yo. <laughs> hilarious to me but um anyways you know i think that's the problem with with uh the relationships you know between the men and women um the fact that they look outside of the relationship for answers that you know to fill the void you have to do them amen i feel you but but that's how like Jay-Z and Beyonce, they're tied together too. Like, when you want to cry wolf now, like, <laughs> you, you know, mm, that's a little funny. <laughs> you ready? Y'all ready for this awkward mail? Because it's crazy. Okay, yes. All right. So, awkward mail. This week's portion of the pot dang it dang it dang it dang it dang it dang it. I'm gonna leave it in there this <laughs> now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast the Mail, where you ask questions and we give you answers if you have a question or some advice that you would like to be answered make sure that you email us that is jvars at planetofthesandcorn.com that is j-a-v-a R-I-S at Planet of the Sancorn S-A-N-Q-U-O-N By the way, go see War of the Planet of the Apes. It's amazing. Or you can email Lady Godiva. That is Kadir at wordsbyladyg.com That is G-H-A-D I-R at wordsbyladyg.com What do we have this week? Okay, this one is by far the longest awkward mail we've had. <laughs> Um, but I think it's, uh, it's a good read, so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and read it. Here we go. It's titled, My Brother is Trying to Ruin My Mom's Life by No Name. On Wednesday, I got home from work early, and my mom asked me for help sending an email on her phone. Both doing this, she had a phone call come in from a number I didn't recognize. She ignored the call, and we didn't really speak of it. Not too long afterwards, this person was sending her threatening messages. It turns out this person was a drug dealer, and my brother had once again made a debt in which they were trying to get the money out of my mom. The debt is, and I want to say 660 euros, 
but she tried to plead with them that he doesn't live in the house anymore and can't help them. They kept making threats to hurt him and that they will be getting the money one way or another. My mom was terrified and shaking constantly. I told her to ignore the calls and texts and to let him sort it out himself and contact the police if they try anything else. They said they would arrange a group of 40 people to come over to the house that night and things would get bad for us. <laughs> they never came. Me, my sister, and stepdad pretty much got into big arguments over the next few days as we told her not to pay his debt again and get the police involved. On Thursday, the police came over whilst I was at work to take her statement over the PS4 theft from the weekend past. She told the police about the drug thing and they advised her not to pay it either. My stepdad came up with the idea to pay the debt to keep the peace and stop my mom flurrying. Unfortunately, my mom told him about this. This escalated into me and my sister having a go at them both. I told him it was stupid to be proceeding with court proceedings one day and paying off the debt for him, and I accused my mom of never listening to the advice me and my sister give her, and that she favors him over us. I know this was mean, but it really feels this way. I'm never going to threaten to move out out of anger because I don't make threats that I don't intend to follow up on. At home, the atmosphere was really bad and everyone was unhappy. On Friday, I kept in constant contact with my sister, though we were both at work. My mom had received messages to say the dealers would be coming at 6 p.m. that day. My brother was hanging about the house all day and was also apparently speaking to the dealers and was telling them that mom was paying the debt. She was getting more and more scared throughout the day and he wouldn't leave her alone. My sister got home and was telling me I was still at work that things were bad and she was trying to convince her to tell the police and not pay it. My mom had gotten messages not to tell the police so she was scared to do it. I tried to contact the police lady who had been I had been dealing with and left messages for her to call me since she knows about my brother and would be a lot easier to explain things to her and get advice. She has still not called me back with this. My sister decided to call 999 and inform them of the situation and they said they would come down at 6.15 p.m. and to call them if things happened earlier. My sister called me up and told me to come home quick. I got home and at the same time my ex-dad arrived at the house. My mom was a shaking mess. I have never seen her so scared before in my life. My brother was gone and she didn't know where and thought the dealers had picked him up. It turns out the ex-stepdad had taken him to his house, but for some reason was purposely being vague about it. Bear in mind, he is no better and never cared about his son or us anyway. He basically pressured my mom and stepdad into agreeing to pay the debt as a good mom wouldn't let her son to be killed by people over a debt that can be paid by them. And also, he would pay it himself if he had the money. And also, he would pay the amount back when he gets some inheritance money coming through. We all know this is a lie, but my mom broke down into tears and said she would pay it regardless. I asked him why is it suddenly okay for him to be willing to help 
and pay something towards his son when he's been threatening him himself for $40. I went with my mom to the local cash point to get some money as she could only get half that day and half the next. My stepdad and ex-stepdad were talking and he said he cannot come back around here and the ex-stepdad said he would speak him and keep him out of trouble from now on. How heroic. Not. When we were walking back, we saw the dealers already there. They said they had people waiting around. I was on the phone to, with my sister when we approached one. I decided to take a video of the guy and his girlfriend who was at the house trying to get money. She gave him the money and arranged for the second half to be paid Saturday and for them to leave the house alone. When walking off, I saw he met up with some other people, but the threat of others in the area was real. They told me to delete my video or else, and I said I would when it was over. My ex-stepdad didn't even stick around to see them or see the money transfer. I went straight to my friends after this, and I couldn't stick around the house in this atmosphere again. The police eventually came at 9.30 p.m. I sent a copy of this video to my sister before deleting it just in case, and she showed it to the police. The second half of the debt be paid on Saturday, and they said they would leave us alone. I have been looking at the places to move to, and so has my sister. She has a new job in a different city starting in a few months, so has to move. I can't live in the house without my sister being there, so I have to go too. My mom is, sick, is on sick leave from work again due to stress. Yesterday she met up with my brother again, and apparently he has cut up all his arms, I mean, yeah, cut up his arms and face again. Once again, this is tearing her apart. Apparently, his dad and stepmom got into a fight and were fighting and throwing things, and he got caught in the middle. This didn't cause his cut. They were self-inflicted. I said it's attention-seeking again, and it is truly bad. He has literally contacted someone about it, and it has, it has to come from him. My mom didn't know what to do and was getting into arguments with my stepdad all day over it. When I came home, which is when I heard about a self-harming thing, I looked online and found the number for the Samaritans and sent it to her. I told her if it makes her feel better than to send him the number and call it herself, but she can't do everything for him, otherwise he won't get better. This morning, before leaving for work, I spoke to her, and she is so worried sick about him. She expects a quick fix, but I told her it doesn't work like that. I said he has to do this, otherwise they are both going to stay miserable. I'm sorry to say I have absolutely no sympathy for him. The police won't do anything. My mom cannot stop worrying about him. He only knows how to pull on her heartstrings and keep messing up. I'm scared of getting at the point where I don't care about any of them. Is there anything that can be done? She says as a mother, she cannot abandon her son, even though she was a wreck due to something he had done no more than four days ago. It was just over a week ago that he stole my stepdad's PS4, and now he is self-harming again. I keep saying if he was really going to do something drastic, he would have, he would have but won't. I know self-harming is a serious subject, but I literally think she's just doing it to break my mom down again. That was the end of that.
Um, can I can I chime in real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Go right ahead, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, is it just me, or is the brother and the ex stepdad in on it? Yeah, like- I feel like they're the the drug dealers, <laughs> and <laughs> they they're just uh, playing the mom and the stepdad and the brother and the sister. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely how I feel. Um, right? This is this is like an episode of this is like an episode of Shameless. I don't know if y'all seen Shameless, but this has Shameless written all over it. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Dre go. I'm gonna let Dre go first. I was gonna say it reminds me of an episode of Shameless. I don't know if anybody watches it, but there was one episode with like the filthy rich oil tycoon and his daughter, like basically was missing. And he's just saying the whole show. The whole show, you know, she's a liar. She's conniving. And it, it ended up getting to the point where she was just like, you know what? Um, they'd be like, well, he was like, well, she really is missing. You know, I'm not giving this money. And, and her ear got sent in the mail. Like, her, literally her ear. And he was like, oh, my gosh, she is missing. Um, I, I feel so bad. No, and it just turned out it really was her. She just cut off her ear because she wanted the money. So I mean, he's just he needs to be committed. Like, like, uh, committed. He's a genius. This man, this man is this man is smug. This man, this man is actually smuggled. I I say genius tongue in cheek because it is a horrible thing he has done to his mother, but. This man has concocted a whole plan. Not only got himself involved, but got other people involved to the point where they actually think that drug dealers are coming to harm them. So now you got you some money for you to go buy you some more crack cocaine. Cocaine coming out the closet. Now, but seriously, what the fuck? Like, how low? How low can you get to the point where you feel like you need to you need to rob your mama money? Like this, honest. Like I don't know if y'all should watch Shame. Shameless is on Netflix. It's a Showtime show, but basically the father is an alcoholic, and he'll do anything for that next hit of alcohol. Like he, um, this man, mind you, he's not gay. This <laughs> y'all know I'm going. This man sucked like ten dicks or something for for he can get it, like a shot of crack or something. Like he he he's terrible human. Like he would do anything to get the money to buy more liquor. Like he he's a hard he's a hard alcoholic. So this reminds me of that. It's like you can cock the plan where you know your mother is too scared to call the cops. But what you didn't estimate is that your sister would get the um police involved. But what makes it worse is the police like, okay, they coming at six o'clock We'll come at six fifteen. Like what? Like we could all be dead. Man, they didn't even show up for nine thirty. He said the cops didn't show up to nine thirty. Right. They said we gonna be there at six fifteen, but they didn't show up till nine thirty. I'm telling you, they they noticed her son. <laughs> Yo, so how the cops the cops like, yeah, we gonna show the cops not only gonna show up late initially, but they show up so late. What they what they there to pick up the bodies? It's just so hard that he even being fooled, like thinking like there's, you know, like. <laughs> um, yeah. The cops like we got better shit to do. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. That's so sad. That's it just sounds like they need like Ayala, Ayala involved, and Mama just needs to cut the cord. Oh yeah. 
Kick him out the house, yeah, man. He's trying to rob you. Move away. His sister needs to move away, you know? The sister need, why the sister got to move? What the sister do? The sister looking out for the squad. How you going to tell the sister, yeah, you got to move away? She looking out for the squad. She the only person that, she the thug. She called the cops. She said, I'm getting the cops no, involved. I ain't got time for this. Maybe she and her brother need to move away and start going live. Because apparently her, her, her mom, his, their mom is setting her way. She loves her baby, you know. So she's she's a fool for her baby. Oh, you know? a damn fool, a damn fool for her baby boy. Oh, complete, don't kill him. Right. Complete fool. He done set. He done set you up. He out. He got you out here looking like a sucker. What what's Snoop Dogg say? You out here. You out here looking like a. You you out here looking like a sucker. He got a lick. A sucker right. get a sucker gets licked. I can say I can say the two people he was talking about because I refuse to say their names on this podcast. But yeah, the mama was out here looking like a sucker, and the son decided to get a lick because suckers get licked. But Snoop Dogg say, "Don't be the sucker, do the licking." Yo, Snoop Dogg be high as hell on Instagram just Wait, talking shit. Who said that? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wasn't that way? That was on the whole Rob Kardashian. I just said we were going to say that with the people name on this part. Oh. We done already said it now. Okay. Right, okay, you done already said it. So it was between the Robert Kardashian and Black China Kardashian. Or whatever her name is. What's, what's Black China last name? Her name was Black China. Black Scammer. Black Scammer China. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So Snoop Dogg made the video because this was, yo okay since we already talking about it, I guess we can go. The funniest thing about this whole Kardashian and Black China thing is that Ti decided to open his mouth and be like, Robert, you need to shut the fuck up. Why you on Twitter spreading your business? So <laughs> Robert takes a screenshot and posts uh, what Ti said and said, Oh, I know you ain't talking. Didn't you pay Black China? They have a threesome with your wife? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Listen, listen, that was an Easter moment for him. That was Rob Kardashian's finest moment. He had a Nas moment. That was, that a, was literally... That shit was so savage. In that moment. He's Bruh. like, you know what? <laughs> he said, since you want... I'm going to just drop the mic real quick. He said, since you want to talk... Like they got, they got this gift of like Vince McMahon. Like they got get Vince McMahon walking, walking towards the ring and then walking backwards and like reverse. So they're like, "This is Ti." <laughs> like Ti was like, "You need to stop spreading your business." Rock Kardashian like, "Oh really?" And <laughs> this is like, why would you? But why would you try to engage in this conversation if you knew he had this dirt on you? It, it was such a fine moment. It was such a fine You try to date a woman with a rainbow wig. You know, Dre, did you see the video of DC Young Fly? Oh my. 
Because he's stupid. <laughs> like, if you go, if you was okay. If I'm de- if first of all, I would never date no Black China. But if you dating Black China and Black China robs you of your money, the last thing you need to do is get on social media and spread it to the world because most of these people on social media they trying to hit a licks too. These Instagram models they trying to hit licks. You think they go to you think they go you think they go to Dubai for fun? You mean tell me you mean tell me I can go I can go hit up Rock Kardashian instead of going to Dubai and and ha- going to do y'all know having to Dubai so I ain't gonna do that yeah instead of going to Dubai count me in it's like you you make you a mark like you a mark one wait you about a year ago one I thought the the story was Robin having money man please so we're here and trying to wrap together. China supposedly was paying for everything. That's that was what she was saying. Um, Cause she's now. My what 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 was amazing for me was the guy that she's allegedly cheating on Robert Kim Kardashian with is hitting Rob like you know what we should we should have a show. <laughs> he trying to pay too. I'm like come on. I love a I love a male gold digger because it, it's very rare that you actually <laughs> see like a bold male gold digger. They exist, but when they're bold, oh, they're awesome. I mean, he's like, look, we all can get at. I mean, I don't like that that much either. <laughs> and you the broke one, but whole time you were in that house, and she probably taking care of you, and now you trying to take her, you trying to take her sugar daddy, and you want. Like you want Robert to be your sugar daddy? That doesn't make any sense. But I tell you, uh, he, he said I'm Robert Kardashian. Robert. He said Robert Kardashian pay, tried to offer him a million dollars to stop having sex with Black China. Oh, that would, I guess he said he was going to take it, but then the thing had happened. Like Rob spazzed out on on um, Instagram. Man. That is too funny. Like, can you imagine that? Your whole you you out here being a gold digger. You living your your gold digger truth. Mind you, ain't nobody. And then and then Robert Kardashian on Twitter, like, you know what? Fuck this. Y'all know what Black China did to me. You had to be at home, like, fuck this. Just kill me. That's a billion oh, dollars. Man. Good morning, America. Now, like, really? They said China took off her. Put on her arm. Um, uh, child support wig on. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yo, shout out to. Oh, okay, first of all, Black China, Joanne the Scammer. I don't know what now she called Joanne the Scammer. I was like, look, Rob just posted me naked on the internet. And Joanne the Scammer probably was like, girl, you know, that's revenge porn. Because Black China switched up from this stripper. That be that be thotting around to the script with the heart of gold in like the matter of seconds. Like Instagram, like Instagram and Twitter, like immediately just like put her under this veil. Like no Robert Kardashian didn't. Like people are starting sentences with, "I don't care if she stole ten million dollars from you," which is wrong. You shouldn't post. You shouldn't post her news. Period. Wow. But it's really funny that like that in that one moment you fucked it all up. <laughs> Did you see the um, the memes where people were calling her Harriet Tubman? Yo, oh, yo, it was bad. Motherfuckers like, were saying that like she should be celebrated during Black History Month. Saying that like Black China should be celebrated because it's the first time 
anyone black has ever done anything over on Kardashian. Um, it was really, really bad. It was just, it was, it was a crazy, it was like love and hip hop, but like online. Like the Instagram. Bro, we not. I'm not celebrating no. I'm not celebrating no Black China, bro. Black China really out here too. Like, yeah. Like, I, like people. They really. Women are really celebrating. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. What's her mama's name? Is her mama's name Tokyo Tony? Her mama's sure. Okay, like I have. I have. Uh, honest. Okay, in all honesty, I gotta. I gotta frame this before uh -huh. I say it because I'm gonna have to defend somebody. I don't want to defend. I have no problem with Black China. Cause you you saw a sucker and you you licked the sucker. If you knew you could, like we was talking about, like me and you was talking about earlier, you you get done to you what you allow. So you allow he allowed to be if 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 I be like, hey, I need some plastic surgery. I'm like, why the fuck you keep on needing all this plastic surgery? If you know she only used you for your money and you keep on giving her money, then she's no longer using you. She is now just take being given. What you allow her to be given, so I had no problem with that. Whatever you you should have seen that shit coming, but her hit her mom. If you don't shut the fuck up, like I don't I don't like I don't like um, Caitlyn Jenner as much as the next person. But come on, you can't be in the video looking like Caitlyn Jenner talking about Caitlyn Jenner. Cause I don't like I don't like the girl. I already, I already know Caitlyn Jenner is is she don't stand up for the um for the lesbian com for the um transgender community. She doesn't believe in gay marriage even though she's a transgender. So it's like you have so many you have so many strong opinions about. I'm not gonna go there. Actually, I'm not gonna go there. Black China mama should not have been talking about Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner is still trash just because she has yet to stood up for um for the transgender community. And I still owe her that that checking that we posted gave her a year ago. But I decided to give her a pass because I'm being nice. But Black China mama look like trash. Tell me, how you gonna look like trash calling somebody else all kind of shit? You know she has her own um woman empowerment group or something. How you? Um, How you gonna apply? <laughs> listen, I mean, sometimes the gym's just like that. Like, Can you imagine? Listen, why does her mom have a face name? That, that's the first problem. <laughs> that's the first problem. Why is she Tokyo Tony? Does she work at Stadium Three? Like, Tokyo Tony. Then it's a yeah, trash name too. Tokyo Tony. Tokyo you know, Tony. Black China. Like, really? Was she always to open up for her daughter? Bruh. Like, was she the house mom? It probably was a that tag was team. Her mom or was that her house mom? That you never know. That was a tag team. You like never, one, never like they both was, they both, yeah, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised. Because Amber Rose's mama don't speak, you know. Bro, Amber Rose's mama be laid in the cuts. I don't even know where that Amber Rose got a mama. Yo, by the way, shout out to Twenty One Shout out to Twenty One Savage because Twenty One Savage said that he he loves my review of um it's the eight oh eight. Because oh, actually, y'all two will love this. Ducko, 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 the Atlanta producer. He took 808 heartbreaks and he took the um some of the melodies from it and he blended it with 21 Savage's mixtape. That oh, when I say that shit sounds so beautiful, like it sounds crazy to say, but like it's so dark, like it's so dark and gloomy. Like you hear 21 Savage speak about his pain in the open. Like you're like, is this twenty one? Mind you, this song, these songs, these these twenty one savage songs has been out for a year. But when you listen to them blended with the eight oh eight heartbreak beats, you're like, wait a minute, it sounds like a totally different song. Like it sounds like like 
it, it makes your chest hurt. You're like, damn, 21 done been through some things. Y'all like, whatever. Whatever. Fuck y'all. 20, yo, shout out to 21. I know we got some, we got, at least we got some hitters now. 21 said he gonna shoot up. 21 Savage said he gonna shoot, he gonna shoot up, and he gonna shoot up everybody's house till somebody die. He slapping Hello? niggas with that. He slapping niggas with that fire. Why? Why are you trapping so hard? Are you niggas capping so hard? Like he, you niggas pussy and you fraud. Yo, twenty one savage. Really, I, I don't know. He the cat with the mat. He not the cat with the hat. He the cat with the mat. <laughs> I, I just found that interesting because I thought he was gonna be like, I, cause cause when I was told that I was like, oh this nigga about to be like, yo. Why the fuck you somebody got pain? I'm 21 Savage. I don't get no pain. I fuck hoes. I thought you were going to say something like that. He was like, yo, you really, you know, you did a really good job. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. What the fuck? Like, you know, like, you know, like it's unexpected what some people going to say to you sometimes. So you don't know how the hell to take their personality because I never spoke to this man before. Cause I think I'm like, yo, so we just going, so we just making up shit now. You somebody got pain. I'm, I, I, I was totally ready to defend my point because on, cause on the song "See You" on Sunset Drive, you talk about your pain, about your mother and your, you know, and stuff like that, being on food stamps and shit. So you talk about your pain on the songs. I was ready to defend my point, cause you were not gonna slap my ass with the fire. <laughs> Shoot up my mama house to somebody die. Shout out to Twenty One. I don't know. I don't know. We started talking about Amber Rose and her mama, so it made me think about Twenty One, cause he dang Amber Rose. We should get we should get him an Amber. Actually, we should get Twenty One Savage uh, Amber Rose Sanquan shirt, which is available now at Sanquan.com. S A N Q U O N dot com. Y'all should check those out and get y'all one too. It's funny. Every time I um I think of Amber Rose, I think of what Fifty said about where where Kanye from. He said Kanye took her off the top table. Yo, listen here. <laughs> we're not gonna sl- we're not gonna slander Amber Rose. Amber Rose is a friend no, of ours. No. That, it just goes back into you saying that Felicia is a whole asshole, like a complete and utter. And it just literally just popped back in my mind. I was like, that was so mean. Amber, I ain't say it. I ain't say it. Like, she could, she could kill you. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. We get real goofy now. <laughs> Girl, he gonna roll up on your ass. Exactly is going on. Is you a Khaleesi or the other bitch? Is you a that girl, I, I like I like Insecure. That shit Insecure is one of the greatest shows of twenty sixteen. Uh-huh. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. I like power too. Yo, free my nigga Ghost, man. Yo, okay, we can talk about power oh, again. Dang. Is Ghost gonna get ever get the fuck out of jail? I'm, I'm, I've already skipped ahead on Rotten Tomatoes. I already know when he gets out, so I'm not even gonna do that. I'm not. I'm not. Bruh. Gonna do that to y'all. But if you want to spoil, you know, if you want to spoil, just go on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomat
I just wanted to know. I had to know because I was getting irritated. And then, you know, we, we just lost Jerry. Jerry's not my lawyer no more. And he's like the best lawyer ever. Am I the only one that thinks that? He's like awesome. Yo, Jerry, Jerry, okay, if you haven't seen Power yet, if you haven't seen Power yet, I suggest y'all stop listening. Lady Godiva, you can listen. It don't matter. You probably ain't gonna watch it. But Jerry is the greatest lawyer ever because Tommy breaks into dude's dude's, like apartment and like stabs the shit out of him in front of Jerry. And Jerry's like, yo, what the fuck? Jerry the most, he was very calm. He was like, "What, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, what the fuck? Blood everywhere. And then he just drunk and goes to Angela's house and tells her she was wrong. Yo, that was awesome. Yo, he is the best lawyer. This that motherfucker, he kept your side piece secret. And then when it was time to tell the wife, he told the wife. Like, Jerry, 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 Jerry low-key. He low-key great. He's a good lawyer. I don't care where he's at. I don't like the black guy, though. That, that dude is horrible. It's like he wants ghosts to go away. Yeah. Like he might work in the cartel or something, cause he's he's just too like he's too like well yeah you should take this like he's one he, he's Michael Vick telling Colin Kaepernick to cut his hair that's what he acting like. How is Sandoval still getting away with this? Like he's been working for everybody but the FBI for this whole for the last three seasons. Yeah. Like when are they gonna realize? He is your mole. Right? Like, he even looks guilty. He looks guilty. He'd be like, they'd be like, yeah, I want Ghost to get the, I want Ghost to get the chair. I want him to die. And he's like, yeah, I do too. Like, it's like, nigga, you, you even sound guilty. <laughs> nigga, you too eager, nigga. You moving funny. And, he's a real shady, real shifty eyes. Angela too um, sad. T-shirt, t-shirt. When Keisha got Keisha don't like Tasha. I, I had this conversation with a coworker today. I'm like, listen, I get it. She stole your man. She steals everything from you. Stop being her friend. You don't Yo. have to be her friend. Can you imagine? Tell this announcement. If you have a friend that you don't like, you don't have to be their friend. It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> But yo, why, why Carmen? Yo, how do you feel about? I have, um, I feel so bad for Carmelo. Cause he haven't been having sex with Lala oh, lately, Lala. and then her titties oh. all out on TV. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I, f- I, f- I feel like what the fuck? She's showing everything. I felt like it was my wife. I was like, wait a minute, hold on, what the hell going on here? Mm-hmm. Cause they double back to they they ain't show it one time. They showed man her her chest was on her titties was on the screen for like six times, like the her back and shit. With Tommy. They, 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 50 Cent did you dirty. Mellow. 50 Cent did you dirty. I don't know where not you watch the show. He probably don't watch the show. I wouldn't watch the show. Um, <laughs> that I sucks. Will, I heard it. Well, he had, some, he had a kid, didn't he? Well, supposedly. A side baby. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, what's up with you niggas cheating on your girlfriend and then getting the, then getting the side chick pregnant? Like, you shouldn't have a side chick to begin with. Then you gonna get the side chick pregnant? Like, like... Well, my bad. Then again, you're not you're not you know smart to be. You're not you're you know not you're not smart you're not smart you're not smart to begin with. So I, I imagine that you wouldn't use condoms because you're not smart. Break babies. Break babies. Yo, men are trash. Butter. <laughs> Except for me, I'm I'm a nice dude. Uh, some of us some of us men are trash. Let me put it like that. Cause some. Take that back. I'm sorry. You already you already said it. You got. 
I don't give a fuck. It's only as long as one woman know I ain't trash. I don't care about this thing. Men are trash. There you go. Men are trash. Long as the, long as one woman don't believe that to be the absolute truth about every man, I don't care. It don't matter what my opinion about men are, cause they are. I don't talk to dudes. Right. I stay to my I stay to my damn no. self. But anyway, uh-uh. on that note, we would like to thank y'all for checking out the Aqua Minority Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all social media. That is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes. Apple Podcast and anywhere else that you consume social media and podcasts. Also, we would like to thank our social media director Dre for coming by this evening and y'all be sure to join in on the debate fight party on Sunday. I'm gonna win. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, what you think? We we win it, lady. We win it. Yeah. Lady <laughs> Lady Diamond don't even know what the fuck going on talking. Yes. It's a, it's a lot, it's a lot of late, it's a, nah, 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 listening to her statements, I think she's going to swing to the other side, which is really funny because a lot of women, a lot of women are on the blue team, I'm just going to point it out, they are on the blue team, a lot of women are on the blue team, it don't matter, whatever works, whatever works, whatever works, okay, Good night, Miss Fitz. Whatever works. Huh? Never mind. Let me stop. Okay. What you just say? Nah, you gotta say it now. What? You said you said they're on the blue team, and I said, of course they are, because that's that's all they have. Like they settle for, you know, their standards are not right. They're not right at all. <laughs> she don't even know what the hell the blue team is yet. She's just talking shit. She don't even know what the blue team is. He's been out of work for four years. Say it. Say it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, good night. Good night. Not until tomorrow.